Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. We are your hosts, Tyler Callahan and Mike Ferrante. Mike, how are you doing this week? Uh, you know me, man. I'm chilling. That's good to hear. So, this week, we are sticking with superheroes, but we are going across the aisle back to D.C. Now, we haven't been back to D.C. since one of our first episodes with Aquaman, but we're back because Shazam is out. Mike, what is Shazam about? Well... Shazam is about basically a 15-year-old kid getting a whole bunch of superpowers and his experience becoming a superhero, dealing with adopted families and just all that good family values. Yep. So, this movie is actually a bit different from the other DC movies. Uh, first, it is a lower budget. Its uh, budget was around 90 to $100 million. So it's not a big blockbuster like Aquaman or Man of Steel or Justice League. But with that, though, it has a solid cast, I think, with Zachary Levi and Mark Strong leading it. Uh, along with that, we have director David Sandberg, who you may not have heard of him, but he did make Annabelle Creation, which as of now is considered the best Annabelle movie. So if it's okay with you, Mike, can I start with what I liked about the movie? Absolutely. First off, I was a big fan of this movie. I was a fan of it from the first trailer. Mike, I know you had some doubts about the movie from the first trailer. I was a bit on the opposite side of that. And I sat down. I watched it. I, I'm not going to say it's amazing. It's not amazing. However, my expectations were met. I had a good time. It was funny. The cast was great. And actually, even though the trailers give off a family-friendly vibe, some scenes are kind of fucked up. Yeah, it gets dark at times. It, it, it does. Uh, Sandberg definitely from his horror movies, uh, definitely throws a little bit of that into this movie. Uh, but Zachary Levi, I think, absolutely kills it as Shazam. Uh, Mark Strong also, look, you can always expect a solid performance from him. He gave it again here. And he is one of those villains where you get a bit of a backstory to him, so you understand what he's doing, why he's doing it, but you don't have to agree with him, which is good. Gives him a little bit of depth. He's not one of those one-note villains. And the action itself was pretty good. I thought, along with the jokes. Mike, what did you like about the movie? Well, what I enjoyed, um, what I enjoyed was the fact that it kind of changed the tone of the DC universe. It was a, a solid movie. It's not amazing. It's not the best DC movie ever made. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely a continuous step in the right direction. Yes. And with this movie doing well, it is the second consecutive DC movie that has been successful and widely received positively but that's kind of like the background noise i thought the acting was pretty good and the action scenes were were good obviously mark strong is a villain never disappoints but then again mark strong never does and i know this is a pretty big role for zachary levi because correct me if i'm wrong but he's not really been the star of a movie before no his biggest things was obviously the uh you know if you've been around the 2000s the uh chuck tv show and he was actually the lead voice actor for the Tangled Disney movie. But that's about it. So, for yeah, for him, this is his big role for, like, a big blockbuster. And he didn't disappoint. He did do no. a pretty good job at it. He just and has, like, this great energy for the role. Yeah. You could tell that he truly had fun and wanted to be in that role. Because he gave it his all, and it didn't disappoint. Yeah, and just the details about the movie. I mean, one small part I liked about was... uh. Toward the end of it, when they're heading to like the final battle, and uh, 
it, you're kind of getting like that Man of Steel action vibe, right? And then Mark Strong starts monologuing, but because he's monologuing like a block down the street up in the air, you know, Suzanne can't hear him, so he starts complaining they can't hear him. You know, you know, jokes like that really make this movie. Yeah, this movie did have a lot more comedic elements into it compared to any of the other DC films. Yeah, but at least like what I said earlier, it's not great. Two main issues I have with the movie is the relationship between Zazam as a kid, so Billy and Freddy. It got to the point where when they have the argument, when they're having the main argument uh, about toward the bus, um, saying how, you know, Suzanne never showed up and all that. I was like, you know, he never really agreed to that. So I feel like this argument isn't fully earned. You know? Yeah, I feel like that was a lot of forced tension. Yeah. That like, we got to get really... here to set up the first fight, so let's just write it there. But it could have been developed a little more. Yeah, I was just kind of tired of the whole Freddy versus Billy thing. It was just kind of getting annoying. Yeah. And then another issue I had was the... I, I will say the marketing this time was great in hiding more or less the entire final battle. My issue with it, though, is that it went on too long, I think. Because you had, basically from when Shazam arrived at the house to, like, give up his power and all that, it's more or less a fight scene the entire time, besides one or two spots, and I thought that went on a bit too long. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with you. Because there was, like, what, at least two, if not three spots where it looks like, oh, Shazam's gonna give up, and then something happens, and it's, like, it happens over and over again until we get the Shazam family, and then finally finish the fight. And even then, with the Shazam family, the fight didn't finish for another, like, ten minutes. Yeah, I mean, that's good. It gives them their time to shine, but then you could have cut out a bit of the earlier part of the fight. Yeah. Uh, Mike, did you have any other negatives about the movie? Anything you didn't like? Um, Actually, kind of Mark Strong's backstory. So, pretty much, okay. he becomes this evil guy because he was told no as a kid. And then, I guess, he had a falling out with the rest of his family, and then he just decided, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to show them all. I'm going to be this evil guy and kill everyone. Like, it was a little... I actually liked his backstory. I feel like there wasn't really enough there to show, like, why he really was fully committed. Because people get told no shit all the time. It doesn't drive people to be insane. I mean, I think the car scene itself tells it enough. Like, it's not like, oh, he's misbehaving. It's like, the father really does not like him. And, like, treats him like a little shit. The brother treats him like a little shit. So if you had to be dealt with... You have to deal with that for years. You have a chance to get power, but you fail, and you're told no. It, yeah, I, I, I would understand that, oh, he snapped, you know? Like, I, I could see that. Especially, you know, when he gets blamed for his father becoming a cripple, when it's not his fault. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah if you had an issue with the, the development of that, that's, you know, that, that's a valid point. I, I was more on the side of, you know, it's, it's decent. Because, again, we've had other villains so far in the DC Universe that um, haven't been well-developed. Fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ares. Ares was kind of underdeveloped a bit. Oh, extremely. Yeah, so, like, compared to villains like that in DC, Mark Strong's uh, Dr. Savannah is up there. Yeah, he is. Mm -hmm. I just felt like the plot was a little lagging upon that route. Okay, so, it has been announced, it is only a couple days in since the movie's released, it has been announced that a sequel will be made. So, my question to you, Mike, is sequel is coming. Do you think they go with the post credit scene of the the, the worm uh, called Mr. Mind or what all, all that? Or 
are we going to get The Rock as Black Adam? I think we should get Black Adam because I feel like that post-credit scene, not many people are going to know who that is. That is true. And also, if they take more time to develop the connection of the worm and Mark Strong's character throughout Black Adam, it could set them up nicely for the third one. Just add more to it so this way people aren't like, all right, what's this worm? What does he do? Why do I care? So instead of really fully explaining it for the second one, just put it in the second one, you know, like flashing back to Mark Strong's character over in prison or whatever. I mean, yeah, you make a good point because right now for Black Adam, the the plan is Black Adam gets its own movie. So The Rock, you know, can develop the character throughout the movie. So when they meet up in a Shazam sequel, either two or three, you don't, it's not the Batman v Superman issue. It's like the character's already developed. Just let them go at it. Yes. Well, you bring up a good point. Should they leave the worm and Mark Strong till three? Because right now the box office numbers are okay. They're not great, but they're okay. Would you really want to go for a sequel, bring back the same bad guy with the worm? You know? Yeah, no. I feel but like. But if you offer The Rock as a bad guy, which is rare in itself, that'll get people to go into theater. The Rock is a huge money making mm-hmm. name. Mm hmm. And it's very rare he plays a bad guy. Usually he's a good guy or a good guy that's an asshole or whatever. Straight up, he, he's a bad guy. It's like, that's something different. So I guess before we wrap up, Mike, do you have your new rankings now for the DC Universe? Oh, you bet I do. So we'll do our normal list from worst to best. What do you got? Worst? Worst. Should be pretty easy. I don't know, man. It took me a long time to think of this. I'm still kind of thinking about wait, Suicide Squad. Um, <laughs> the worst is obviously Suicide Squad. That movie was a complete letdown, except for obviously Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn. That's probably the only good thing about that movie. After that, ooh, now this is where it kind of gets tricky. Does it get tricky that, though? I feel like I got one more easy one. Oh, yeah, Justice League, you're right. It's after yeah, it's after yeah. this that it's kind of hard. Yeah, you're right. So it's obviously Suicide Squad, Justice League. Uh, it's going to kill me to do this. But it, it's got to be Batman versus Superman. <sighs> then Wonder Woman, Shazam, Aquaman, and then Man of Steel. All right, Aquaman is that high on your list? Yeah, because I hate to do it. But Batman versus Superman, as much as I love that movie, all in all, Shazam's a better film. Wonder Woman's a better film, Aquaman's a better film, and Man of Steel is the reason Great. why we have this universe. Yeah. Yeah, if that bombed right out of the gate, everything would have been fucked up. Oh, yeah. All right, so my list is, well, started out real similar. Uh, last place, obviously, Suicide Squad, uh, then Justice League, then I'm putting in Aquaman at fifth place. So then Batman v Superman. Shazam, Wonder Woman, and then Man of Steel. So, a bit different from yours, but yep. we all have, I have our my reasons. You know, obviously, Justice League, Suicide Squad, you've already talked about self explanatory. Aquaman, I did like it. However, I just feel the other movies are just a bit better. I still have a soft spot for Batman v Superman. And yeah, Man of Steel, Shazam, and Wonder Woman are pretty good to great movies. So, all right. So, Mike, do you have any other thoughts about Sazam or the DCEU? Nope, only that I'm excited for the universe to continue. Yep, yep. Next movie, technically, in the DCEU is the Birds of Prey movie in February. But in the meantime, 
we do have a spin-off Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix, which uh, is satisfy us. Which, based on that trailer, should be damn good. Yeah, the fact that we got a teaser trailer that's better than most trailers. Yeah. That thing's blowing up on YouTube as well. Over 40 million views so far. Let's hope it lives up to the expectation. I think it will. I think, you know, putting on my box office hat here for a second, uh, it's going to kill it domestically. But internationally, I think will be a bit weaker. But hey, if it gets good reviews, this could easily be this year's Venom. A surprise superhero movie. Well, it's not really a superhero, but, you know, a comic book movie in October that blows up. Joker could be it this year. So hopefully it does. I hope so. But besides that, Mike, people want to tell us what they thought of Shazam, good or bad, or what their ranking is, or they could tell us that. Well, you have a couple different ways to relay this information to us. Number one being if you want to go the very official route, you know, like the business person could be said you go to entertainment expansion at outlook.com or if you don't want to take that complicated route just hit us up at our instagram page direct messages comment under our last post at entertainment expansion on instagram that is right yep you can just tell us there i'll read it on air look forward to hearing your thoughts but that is about it for this week's episode of entertainment expansion thank you for listening and see you next week